the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob Fratz Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It is indeed the Bob France Authority. Thank you so much for joining us as we begin at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Thursday morning, the 23rd morning of the month of August in the year of our Lord, 2018. A couple of very important guests coming up with the President of the United States coming to town tomorrow uh, on a very big fundraising um, uh, event. Uh, he's going to be in various parts of the state tomorrow, and he is going to be greeted in all parts by uh, some of our uh, top candidates for office, uh, those who are seeking new office, etc. One of them, of course, is Congressman Jim Renacci, and we're going to be joined by him coming up in about a half an hour at 9.35. Congressman Renacci, of course, wants to become Senator Renacci and remove one of the worst stains on Ohio politics. Um that uh, currently exists in government, Senator Sherrod Brown. Get him out of Washington, D.C., get him away from uh, representing Ohioans, which he has failed to do for so very long. So Jim Renacci will join us to talk about the president's visit, as well as the events of this week, including Paul Manafort's conviction on 8 out of 18 uh, counts and Michael Cohen's strange, twisted, weird, guilty plea to crimes that many in the legal community say were not crimes. And even if they were, they are not punishable by prison time. Why did all of that happen? So we'll talk to Congressman Renacci about that. And we will also talk to him about um, Molly Tibbetts, which I'll get to in just a moment, and the difference in the reaction between conservatives, Republicans, in other words, decent people who care about innocent lives being taken by illegal aliens who have no purpose or right to be in this country in the first place, and the American left, which supports their right to be here in their twisted minds. Uh, and they support sanctuary cities and other laws in order to facilitate that happening, you know, the likes of which would be Sherrod Brown. So Congressman Renacci will join us to talk about those things at 935 at 1005. We'll be visited again by 
uh, Northeast Ohio's own Bob Paduchik, who is uh, co-chair of the RNC, and he will also preview the president's agenda and trip when he is here tomorrow. Uh, I want to say two things in getting our program started today. Number one, if you watched the interview that the president did with Ainsley Earhart on Fox News in uh, the aftermath of the Cohen and Manafort stories, uh, they also touched on Molly Tibbetts. Uh, they also touched on a couple of other things. I, I want to say this. I said it on Facebook about a half an hour ago, and I want to be clear about it. Um, I support the President of the United States, and I do so unapologetically. The President has been doing some great things for the United States of America, and I support him. President Trump broke no laws, none relating to anything having to do with Paul Manafort or Michael Cohen. And if he had, he would already be under indictment. He would already uh, be uh, have uh, articles of impeachment filed against him. He broke no laws. There is no evidence to suggest that he did, despite Lanny Davis's best, strongest foot-stomping, saying that if Michael Cohen committed these crimes, then how could they not be a crime by Donald Trump? Michael Cohen testified under oath that Donald Trump directed him to make these payments to these women to cover up his affairs with them. So if Michael Cohen did it in his crime, then how is it not a crime for Donald Trump? Number one, I'm not a lawyer. But number two, you don't have to be a lawyer to be able to follow a very simple, reasonable path there. If I direct you, Lanny Davis, I'm going a little off uh, topic here, but so bear with me. If I direct you, Lanny Davis, to, to abstain from paying your 2018 income taxes... And you like my advice and take my advice, knowing it's illegal. And you go ahead and abstain from paying your federal income taxes. When you are caught, do you think I'm going to prison with you? Because I directed you to do something? I don't own you. And if I do, there's a problem. If, if I own you to the point where... You do something illegal just because you were told to do something illegal. I'm not going to prison with you because I didn't commit the crime. So even if Donald Trump, quote, directed Michael Cohen to make payments to Stormy Daniels and the Playboy Playmate model, and I don't know that there's no evidence that he did other than Michael Cohen's testimony in open court. And you might say, well, that's, that's pretty strong. He did so under oath. Well, yeah. A guy who is a habitual liar, which Michael Cohen has proven to be, doesn't have any problem with lying under oath. He's facing 65 years in prison. They told him they'd knock it down to two to three years <laughs> if he would just serve them up Donald Trump. Honesty is not exactly that guy's strong suit. But the point is, even if he did, even if Trump did say, hey, go ahead and pay her. I've got the money. Go ahead and pay her. That's not President Trump's decision to follow through on. It's Michael Cohen's decision if he actually does it. A smart attorney, a reputable attorney, a, an attorney with integrity would say, no, you might be my client, but no, I can't go ahead and facilitate a, a payment of something like this that I know to be illegal. Michael Cohen made the decision to do something. He could have said, no, I can't do that. You're my client, and I can't break the law for you. And if you want me to, I'm going to have to uh, withdraw as your represent, rep representative. Uh, you're going to have to find another lawyer. 
Michael Cohen made his own choices. Michael Cohen may have broken the law. And again, there are still a lot of legal disagreements about whether or not the law was broken or not, especially to the tune of prison time. For example, and I didn't get a chance to cover this yesterday, but just as an example, Barack Obama's presidential campaign was fined in 2012 $375,000 for violating federal disclosure laws. They found that Obama's 20, 2008 records, an FEC audit of Obama for America's 2008 records found, the committee failed to disclose millions of dollars of campaign contributions and dragged its feet in refunding millions more in excess contributions. This is campaign finance law being broken, and it was solved not by prison time, but by a $375,000 fine. But Michael Cohen is going to prison for, for alleged campaign finance laws? But, and again, there's no evidence of that either. None. None. President Trump says any money that Michael Cohen spent to pay these people off was reimbursed to him by me, President Trump. He said, which he found out after the fact because he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services and he didn't account for every penny uh, that came to him. But the bottom line here is Michael Cohen made decisions on his own. The president is not responsible for those. I know I got off on a tangent there, so let me finish my point. I support President Trump. President Trump broke no laws. Laws broken by Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen had nothing to do with the president's campaign or Russian interference. The collusion witch hunt is an epic fail and should be wrapped up immediately. Having said all of that, the interview that President Trump did this morning well, they did it yesterday, and it aired this morning, with Ainsley Earhart, was painful. It was beyond painful. Watching the president sidestep questions, dodge, twist, say things that just made you cringe in your seat, um, not doing himself any good. Not doing himself any good. The president needs to stay in his office, put Twitter away, do not grant any more interviews, Continue doing the work that the American people hired him to do. Continue to make America great again with sound policy decisions. Deal with illegal immigration issues. Go to work. Stay away from the media. Stay away from the TV. Stay away from the Twitter machine. Just keep your nose to the grindstone and do your job. You're not helping yourself with these media appearances. That was painful. If you agree or disagree, I would like to hear from you. I support the president. I want him to succeed. And I want Republicans to win in November so the president's agenda can be advanced in his last two years of his first term of presidency, of, the, of his presidency. And I want there to be six more years of his presidency. Make no mistake about where I am on President Trump. But that interview with Ainsley Earhart was painful. It does not help the cause. All right? That's point number one that I wanted to make in the monologue this morning. Point number two is I want to shine a spotlight this morning on the difference between conservatives and Republicans when it comes to security, when it comes to border protection, when it comes to American citizens being defended, when it comes to legal residents, whether they're citizens or not, legal immigrants to this country, visitors, students, etc. I want you to hear the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Yesterday, on CNN, 
Elizabeth Warren. Senator Elizabeth Warren. Very likely one of the leading candidates for president for the Democrat Party in 2020. Elizabeth Warren on CNN was asked about Molly Tibbetts' murder and the fact that she was murdered by an illegal alien and how that can underscore the seriousness of the problems that we have with illegal immigration in this country. That if our borders were secure, people like this would not be able to live here undetected for four to seven years and commit murders like this. Listen to what Elizabeth Warren had to say in response to that question on CNN. It speaks volumes in only one minute of actual conversation. Please listen. I want to get one last question in here because it is a story, a very important story in the news. It has to do with Molly Tibbetts, the young woman in Iowa who was murdered. Her body believed to be found yesterday. A person has been charged with that this person is an undocumented immigrant. Um, Mike Pence and the president have suggested the immigration laws need to be stronger so that people like this man who was accused of this murder were not in the country. Your reaction? I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, But... One of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Uh, Last month, I went down to the border, and I saw where children had been taken away from their mothers. I met with those mothers who had been lied to, who didn't know where their children were, who hadn't had a chance to talk to their children, and there was no plan for how they would be reunified with their children. I think we need immigration laws that focus on people who pose a real threat. And I don't think mamas and babies are the place that we should be spending our resources. Separating a mama from a baby does not make this country safer. I want you to focus on what you just heard, and I want you to consider it during our traffic timeout. I'm going to let that hang there. She was asked about Molly Tibbetts, a 20-year-old student and daughter who has been now permanently separated from her mama, permanently separated from her father, permanently separated from her family. She gave six seconds of consideration to being sorry for the Tibbetts family and the people of Iowa before going on a 45-second rant about how we have to focus on those kids down at the border whose mothers chose to break the law with by coming to the United States She wants the immigration policies not to focus on stopping criminals from coming to the United States illegally. She is looking out for the best interest of the illegal aliens instead. I'm going to let you consider that. I'm going to let that hang out there. We'll play it again. And then I want to hear your reaction to it. 216-901-0945, It's the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. When you were young. I want you to listen to it again. I'm going to play it for you one more time. 
and I may break it down a little bit as I am uh, want to do, but uh, the interview that CNN did with Elizabeth Warren yesterday is it, it almost chills me to the bone. She is asked about Molly Tibbetts' murder at the hands of an illegal alien and what that means about the illegal immigration laws in our country. Listen to how little attention she pays to Molly Tibbetts and how much attention she pays to uh, the children of illegal immigrants who choose to cross the border. Listen to her. I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, but That's one it. of the things we have to remember... That's it. That's it. I think I said six seconds. Let me, let me, let me, let me double check that. Let me, I'm going to actually put a timer on this. How much time does she spend talking about the murder of a 20-year-old innocent woman by somebody who, who should not have been in this country? How much time does she give to Molly Tibbetts here? But for the people in her community. Well, I want to go back to the beginning of this. Hold on. From the, from the I'm sorry part, I'm checking the timer now. So sorry for the family here. And I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, there it is. Eight, of- eight seconds, including the people of Iowa. Molly Tibbetts gets eight seconds of attention from Elizabeth Warren. Liberal Democrat Senator Liar, who is a likely leading candidate for Democratic the Democratic nomination in 2020 to be president, spent eight seconds on Molly Tibbetts and spends the rest of her time, 42 seconds worth, discussing the illegal immigrants. We have to do better by the illegal immigrants, not by the victims of illegal immigration. Not by American citizens, not by legal people, legal residents of this country, immigrants, workers, students. No, we have to do right by the law-breaking illegal immigrants. One of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Uh, Last month, I went down to the... Where are the real problems? Let's focus on the real problems, she said. Where the real problems are. The real problems aren't people like Molly Tibbetts being murdered. The real problems are the border. And I saw where children had been taken away from their mothers. I met with... She said this out loud. Molly Tibbetts has just been taken away from her mother and her father and her boyfriend and everyone who loves her permanently. That's not the real problem, according to the left. The real problem is babies and children that are taken away from their mothers for a temporary temporary period of time while their mothers are confined for violating American sovereignty, breaking American law, crossing our border illegally. That's where the real problem lies, American leftists? That's where the real problem lies, Elizabeth Warren? That's where the real problem lies, Sherrod Brown? The Democrat Party of evil in this country is more concerned about lawbreakers than they are about victims of criminals. This is your choice in November. This is your choice in 2020.
people who want to secure the border and thus secure your families, people who want to enforce American law and support American law enforcement, or people who don't care about victims of crimes and people who want to abolish the law enforcement agencies that are supposed to protect them. Abolish ICE. Abolish it altogether. Erase the borders. And don't you dare separate those kids from their parents when they break American law. Those mothers who had been lied to, who didn't know where their children were, who hadn't had a chance to talk to their children, and there was no plan for how they would be reunified with What's the plan, Elizabeth Warren, you pathetic sack of American liberalism, What's the plan for reuniting Molly Tibbetts with her mother? What's the plan for that? That's where the real problem lies, according to the mouth of Elizabeth Warren, Democrat senator and professional liar and probable presidential candidate. She said, we have to focus on the real problems. Kids not being able to see their mothers at the border. Their children. I think we need immigration laws that focus on people who pose a real threat. And I don't think mamas and babies are the place that we should be spending our resources. Separating a mama from a baby does not make this country safer. Well, you're right about that. Separating Molly Tibbetts from her mother doesn't make America safer. But enacting immigration laws and border securities and protections might have kept her killer out of this country. My friends, the American left cares more about criminals than they ever will about victims. Congressman Renacci joins us after the news. Nine thirty-five. Now the Bob France Authority continues on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. A little bit fired up, a little bit passionate about uh, the disgusting things that I continue to hear from American Democrats, prominent American Democrats, senators, uh, with designs on running for the White House in twenty twenty. The likes of which, I, like I said, just Elizabeth Warren asked on CNN about Molly Tibbetts and what that says about illegal immigration in this country and the need for to secure. Uh, I thought it was a decent question by CNN, shockingly. But the need to secure the border so that uh, things like this don't happen. If we had a secure border and if we had ways to get people like uh, uh, Christian Rivera out of the country, they wouldn't be here to kill people like Molly Tibbetts. She spent eight seconds expressing sadness for Molly Tibbetts and for the people of Iowa, and then 45 seconds complaining that the mothers down on the border aren't getting their kids back fast enough after they bro- broke the law and had to be detained and um, and um, prosecuted, not even prosecuted, really, but just uh, in the opening stages uh, of, uh, of their illegal immigration and their asylum claims. While they're separated and while they're detained, These kids aren't seeing their parents fast enough. She has no concern whatsoever. Talk about tone deaf for the fact that Molly Tibbetts will never see her mother again. Sorry, I'm off on another passionate rant here. Let me bring Congressman Jim Renacci into the program. Congressman Renacci, of course, is running for the United States Senate. And uh, Congressman, first of all, good morning. Thank you for your time. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you today? Uh, I've been better. I've been better. American citizens are being killed by illegal immigrants, and uh, the American left is siding with the illegal immigrants. Um, your opponent, 
Sherrod Brown. You probably recall uh, with great detail after uh, there were uh, a couple of uh, big immigration raids uh, in businesses out in Erie County and Sandusky and also in Lake County. There have been big raids on nurseries and restaurants and other things. Sherrod Brown is coming to the defense of the illegal immigrants, saying he is there to help support them and their families, not the uh, families of uh, displaced American workers who lose their jobs because of these things, and not uh, looking out for and advocating for the victims of illegal immigrant crime. And I'm just disgusted by it, Congressman. Well, Bob, so am I. And as I travel the state of Ohio, I see so many people who don't want to see this continue to occur. But I also see those who hate the president so much that uh, that seems to be their bigger issue versus what's right for our country. And people like Sherrod Brown, look, He's been around for 44 years. He's been in Congress for 25 years. He loves Washington more than he loves the people of Ohio. I truly believe that. He loves uh, Chuck Schumer and his policies and, and Elizabeth Warren. He supports those policies. He doesn't represent Ohio anymore. But he seems to get a pass because he has plenty of money, and he's been able to be, I guess he's the second most uh, funded from lobbyists in, in the Senate, which is not, you know, it, it doesn't amaze me, but it tells you that money seems to be able to buy the imagination of people and be able to tell them, uh, as he does, that he is for the working man, when really he's for the illegal immigrant, he's for uh, the sanctuary cities, he's for all the things that people despise in Ohio, yet he continues to get elected because he has the money to put, that, put a message out that just isn't true especially about me. He continues to put out false narratives and false messages about me as well. Yeah, he does. Uh, his latest campaign ad is very, very critical, and we talked about this some last week and uh, how it is completely out of context. It only tells half of the story, and you, I thought you clarified that well, and I hope you, uh, you know, you'll have the opportunity and the resources to get more of those ads on TV to counter those and tell the truth to the, to the uh, people of Ohio, to the voters of Ohio, so that we can make the right decision for the United States Senate. Look, I'm just, I'm just so disgusted with the entire affair, the fact that we are now, what, 18, 19 months into President Trump's term, and we still don't have the funding for the border wall that he told us um, that he would build for us. And we said, yes, sir, we want that border wall. We want the security that comes with it. We want the uh, comprehensive reform that is going to make sure people who are in this country are here legally and, uh, you know, uh, of course, feel welcome when they are legal uh, immigrants to the United States. We wanted all of this, and we're not getting it, and people are dying and, and, and it's very frustrating, Congressman, and part of that frustration comes from the United States Senate because we don't have enough Republicans there to get this thing passed. That's another reason why we need to have you replacing Sherrod Brown so that we can have uh, the right number of votes in order to get this sort of thing done. Well, absolutely, and, and I've said this time and time again. It really comes down to career politicians like Sherrod Brown who have been around for so long. It's just, look, immigration has been a problem. It's, our immigration problems, just did not occur this past year, just not occur this past couple years. They've been around, and they haven't been fixed. And that's because people like Sherrod Brown would rather just go back and become part of Washington and not do what's right for people in Ohio. But again, it's all our problems. You know, as I travel the state, Bob, I hear about opioids. Well, guess what? Opioids just didn't occur this year or last year. It's policies that have been put in place by career politicians like Sherrod Brown over the last 25 years. But He'll say that he's here to fix it today. Well, where was he five years ago and ten years ago? When we talk about education, we talk about the jobs, 
and the problem with not having skilled workers. Now, all of a sudden, he has an answer. He's a career politician. Well, where was he five years ago or ten years ago when we saw this problem occurring? I wasn't even in the United States House of Representatives when I saw this problem occurring, and I was trying to fix it from the outside and have been trying to fix it on the inside since I've been there. But this is a problem when career politicians only worry about the next election, not the next generation. And for me, it has become very frustrating because we keep electing people because we know their names, we've heard them, but that's because we've paid to hear them because they're career politicians like Sherrod Brown. Congressman uh, Jim Renacci joining us. The president is coming to town tomorrow. He's coming to Ohio. He's got a, a number of stops that he's going to make. It's a fundraising tour to help Republicans, of course, in this uh, uh, November midterm fight for control of both the House and the Senate. Uh, but the president is also coming off of a bad couple of days. In particular, uh, former campaign manager, albeit for a very short period of time, Paul Manafort, convicted on eight out of 18 counts, none of which have anything to do with his work with the president, all of which predate his association with the president, but that's not how it's being presented. And then, of course, his former attorney for 10 years, Michael Cohen, decides to plead guilty in order to uh, knock a potential 65-year sentence down to two or three as long as he serves up Donald Trump. Uh, what's your reaction to what you heard, and, and how, uh, how much do you think this will impact the midterm elections, if at all? Well, look, I've said this all along. We we bring in special counsel like Mueller, and then what they do, they go down a path, and their target is uh, President Trump. They can't get anything on him, so they find these other side paths, and they go after and they pick off uh, people who have been associated with him, and then they, they threaten to put him in prison for life until they say something about the president. And I think that's the problem too often with these uh, these special counsels because when they can't they should, look I have no problem with a Mueller investigation let's do it it was about collusion if there's no collusion write the report get it over with but to just stay on track and continue to find things now I'm not I, I am not saying that Manafort didn't commit a crime and you know what he should be prosecuted for his crimes but it has nothing to do with the president it has nothing to do with collusion. Let's make sure we're springing that out, that it was a side note. But it's when these investigations, they spread so wide and so far with the intent to go after the president, this is where we end up. And look, it happened in the Clinton investigations. It's happened in multiple investigations. And who really pays for all this? The taxpayers. That's what's so sad. The American taxpayers, Ohio taxpayers. When I travel the state, nobody wants to talk about this. They want to talk about jobs and the economy. And that's really what they wish we could start focusing on jobs, economy, immigration, and, and getting our economy growing and moving for a long period of time. That's what they want. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And um, it is interesting that in the face of all, although I haven't seen any new polls since obviously this week and the uh, the Manafort and the, and the Cohen things, but despite their best efforts and Bob Mueller's best efforts to try to tear down the president, he continues to enjoy 50% approval ratings and record high approval ratings uh, among minority groups like black voters. Um, because he is doing exactly what he said he would do. He's making America great again for, uh, in terms of the economy, in terms of jobs, in terms of employment. But that's what makes this so devastating, Congressman, 
The fact that Mueller, who is appointed to investigate um, uh, Russian meddling in the election and whether or not the Trump campaign colluded with it, how, and you kind of explained it, obviously when you have a special prosecutor, they give them these broad powers. Rod Rosenstein specifically gave him broad powers to investigate any crimes that he may come across while looking for collusion evidence against Donald Trump. And that's why they were able to go out and squeeze people like Manafort and Cohen and so on and so forth, because he was never actually given the authority or not given the authority, given the orders to find out about Russian collusion. It was find something on Donald Trump and uh, leave no stone unturned. Well, and look, Bob, here's the way I look at it. And as a businessman, if I hired an attorney to do an investigation and he, and he came back to me and said, well, look, I started down this path of investigation, but I found this, this, and this that had nothing to do with what I hired him for. I probably would fire him uh, because I'd say you're spending my money uh, to get something done, and I and I ask you to accomplish one thing, not ten things. Uh, and and that's what where I feel bad here because the American people are the ones that are losing because this is expensive. And yes, he is finding things that aren't related to the collusion, but it's costing the American taxpayer an enormous amount of money for things that happened 15 years ago and 20 years ago, and not that they weren't crimes. And again, I'm not trying to sweep them under the rug, but this is a cost to the American taxpayer that shouldn't happen. And in the real world, it would never occur, because when you hire somebody, you would tell them, get the job done, do it right, and hey, don't go off in the tangents, just do what I pay you to do. That's very well said, uh, Congressman. It's a it's a very it's a very frustrating thing. And um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about tomorrow? Tell us uh, where the president's going to be. Tell us where you will be. I know you're going to be part of this whole thing tomorrow. But it's a big day in the Buckeye State with the president coming to rally support for uh, uh, candidates, Republican candidates, and uh, office holders like yourself. Well, uh, make make no bones about it. The president is coming in to support me. He's doing an event for me. Um, uh, at, at 4.30 in Columbus. It's going to be a roundtable event. He's going to be meeting with donors who support me but support him, uh, and that event is 100% to support my candidacy. Uh, then he's going to address the Republican Party at the ORP dinner. So this uh, him coming in is uh, uh, for a couple things. I know that he's got an official event in Columbus first. Right. Then he has uh, a fundraiser for me. And then he's going to address uh, the Republican Party uh, and uh, hopefully raise some money for the high Republican Party as well. Uh, but uh, he's coming for me, and I, I appreciate his support. I've supported him, whether you like him or not, whether you dislike what he says, whether you dislike his personal past, um, his policies are working. And that's what I try and tell everybody. And I always reverse and say, look, I might have liked Obama personally. Maybe I could have had a beer with him and played basketball with him, but I despised his policies. On this case, we have a president where you might not like him personally, but you have to love his policies. They're working for America, and that's what's important. That's what exactly. That's so very well said. Because uh, you know what, and, and, and I've said multiple times, you know, we didn't elect him to be an altar boy. We didn't elect him to be a, a choir boy. We know he's not those things. He has a past as a billionaire uh, playboy in New York City, and that's what he did, and that's what he does, and those are his personal issues. But we elected him to get things done, and what we've got is 4.1 percent GDP growth, record low unemployment overall, record low unemployment for minority groups from from blacks to Hispanics to women to youth. Uh, um, you know, the, the Iran nuclear deal gone, uh, breakthroughs with North Korea and other, you know, trade deals that are improving the steel industry. All these things that we wanted, we, we elected them for, we're getting. 
and to have any of that derailed by any of this personal nonsense and the uh, grievances by the uh, uh, the uh, angry Democrats is, uh, is is something we just really have to keep fighting against. So. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow. I'm glad he'll be here, and I'm glad he's going to be here rallying for you. We need you in Congress, or rather, uh, we need you in the United States Senate. We need to remove Sherrod Brown, and uh, and we will certainly continue to push for that. Well, thank you so much, Bob. Appreciate you having me on, and uh, you have a great day. You too. Enjoy your time tomorrow with the President. Thank you, Congressman. Congressman Jim Renacci, uh, again, he will rally with the President tomorrow, or rather, the President will rally with him and for him as part of his uh, tour of the Buckeye State. He will be in Columbus, as he said, the fundraising event up here for uh, Congressman Renacci, and hopefully uh, that uh, that will lead to another Republican in the uh, United States Senate, and we can send Sherrod Brown to work. I don't know. Maybe he can go work with some of the illegal aliens at uh, one of the nurseries or restaurants or something that he loves so much. All right, uh, let's get a quick time out here. We'll check our traffic, come back in, want to get you involved. Here's a chance, 216-901-0945, 888-281-1110 on AM 1420, The Answer. I want to share a response to you that needs to be shared. Um, I gave you my response to Elizabeth Warren. And to me, I, look, I, you know, you, you can't do this. I'm painting with a broad brush here, okay? Um, you can't paint the entire Democrat Party with the words of one Democrat lunatic like, like Elizabeth Warren. It's not fair. In the same way that I don't want the whole Republican Party being painted with a broad brush because, uh, you know, Republican uh, Congressman Duncan Hunter is under uh, indictment for campaign finance issues. You can't blame all Republicans for that. So I'm not painting all of Democrats with this, but I will say they will paint themselves if they continue to put this woman out there as a leading face of the Democrat Party. Elizabeth Warren is considered to be one of the top contenders for the Democratic nomination in 2020. And if she becomes that, then, then she does speak for the entire party. When she sat there and said for eight seconds, uh, yeah, sorry about Molly Tibbetts, uh, but you know what? We need to focus on the real problem, which is children being separated at the border. That's what she said for crying out loud. I want you to listen to her response uh, from uh, uh, from an angel family uh, mother, a woman that I'm actually going to be speaking to, at least I'm hoping to, in less than two weeks when I'm in Washington, D.C., broadcasting from the... In fact, she is on my, my uh, schedule, Marianne Mendoza, whose police officer's son, Brandon, was killed by an illegal immigrant who was driving drunk. She responded last night on Tucker Carlson to Senator Warren's concern that... Uh, people being killed by illegal immigrants isn't the real issue. The real issue is family separations at the border. Just give this a listen. The things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Where real problems are. Marion Mendoza is the mother of police sergeant Brandon Mendoza, who was killed by an illegal immigrant. She joins us tonight. Ms. Mendoza, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Thank you, so when you hear a politician say, yeah, someone died and that's sad, but the real problem is how we treat people trying to sneak into our country illegally. What's your response to that? 
I was disgusted by Senator Elizabeth Warren hearing her speak today. And what I need, what I want to say to her is stop lying to the American people because you don't care what is happening to the victims of illegal alien crime. Because if you did, you would be standing up for us and you would be doing something about it. We have pleaded with these politicians to do something to protect American citizens. And they are ramping up their protection of illegal alien criminals. And I just want to say, you know, there, there are so many victims, Tucker. And when you think of Courtney Hacking in Texas and her husband and two children were killed and the illegal alien got two years. When you think of Sanders Cohan and Carlos Wolf in Maryland who were killed on the side of the road and Maryland charged that illegal $140 for each of the men he killed and that's the only punishment he got. Is this what an American life is worth? to our politicians and to our, to our fellow Americans who don't understand this disgusting narrative that is happening in our country. And this has become political because it's the very politicians who are elected into office who are not doing a dang thing about this and they're ignoring the American people crying for help and they're stepping over dead American bodies in their rush to protect illegal alien criminals. That's, uh, again, Marianne Mendoza. She is an Angel family mom. Uh, her son, a police officer, Brandon, was killed by an illegal immigrant in a drunk driving situation. I will be. She's one of two um, Angel family mothers that I will speak with that I have on the schedule already. I will speak with her on Thursday, September 6th, when I'm in D.C. for Hold Their Feet to the Fire. Uh, I will also speak with Agnes Gibney. Who, who lost her child to an illegal immigrant murder uh, on Wednesday the 5th. And I can't tell you how much I um, am equal parts looking forward to hearing their stories but, but dreading the details because I can't, I can't imagine it myself. If I lost a family member, particularly one of my children, to an illegal immigrant who should not have been in this country in the first place, yes, I would hold the politicians who refuse to remove them accountable. Mark is in Fairview Park. Mark, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Go ahead, sir. That is Mark from Fairview? Yes, sir, Mark. Yeah, Bob, I just wanted to mention that uh, uh, what does Warren said? You know, she just shot herself in the foot. But I started thinking back when uh, Hillary was running, I think towards the end of the election. She was either in uh, Akron or Youngstown. And this is when you had the Black Lives Matter thing going and everything. And she came up there and she disparaged the police so bad. And I, I just see a similarity here. You know, she, she I, after I saw that speech she gave, she just she shot herself in the foot. And you, you don't disparage the police who are out there doing what they're trying to do to help and protect you. But uh, I just see such a strong similarity. So yeah, let her keep, let her keep, let her let her go on. You know, good for us. Well, you know, you're you're. That's a good point. It didn't work out very well for Hillary Clinton. But um, but here's the thing: she she isn't really concerned about anything but feeding her base right now, and her base agrees with her. Her base agrees. Abolish ICE. Elizabeth Warren, one of the most prominent faces of the Democrat Party today in 2018, has called for the abolition of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. She says abolish ICE immediately. She's been saying that for at least three months now. Abolish ICE. The organization of law enforcement officers whose job it is is to get Christian Rivera and people like him here in the United States out of our country before they can kill innocent people like Molly Tibbetts. 
Elizabeth Warren sides with Christian Rivera, the killer. She sides with criminal illegal aliens by saying she is against the organization whose task it is to get rid of them. And by spending eight seconds eulogizing and expressing some sort of sadness for the murder victim Molly Tibbetts, and 45 seconds saying, let's talk about the real problem. Families are being separated at the border. You now know where they stand. The Democrats have taken a side. They choose illegal aliens. We choose innocent American citizens. Hour number two coming after the news. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.